now because you can worry about your hair, you can worry about the time, like you can't get this time back. Like if, do you want to spend this time being unhealthy? So either prioritize your health now, um, buy into living a healthier lifestyle now, or you'll be paying the money, you know, those hospital bills later. Yeah, that's what it's about. So yeah, you can say you don't have the time, but you have time to do anything else. Sit mm -hmm. up, watch Netflix, um, on your phone, doing stuff like that. Like it only takes 30 minutes a day. It doesn't have to be an hour, hour and a half. Like some activity is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. It don't have to be every day. It can be 30 minutes a day. And then you, you slowly start to increase that, that work time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of that stuff is just excuses, really. Right. Like, that's never got anybody in here. <laughs>
because I, I was thinking about that the other day about like how early do people start doing organized workouts in life and it probably has something to do with sports but mm-hmm. even then depending on how early you're probably just running around just doing random stuff but it's keeping you healthy but it's not like organized like oh i'm trying to tone my back or you know make my tricep bigger i feel like now you find kids working out a lot earlier because mm-hmm. the benefits of it are proven back when we were younger we weren't doing that for you know working with a trainer it was right. just all right you get some stuff at home you live you do some push-up setups now i find kids are actually getting um, they're trying to pay for it by their parents because they want them to be better at sports when that time comes. And you just start at like a baseline level, just body weight exercises, push-ups, sit-ups, resistance band stuff, and then when their body matures, then they can um, be introduced to actual weight. Gotcha. And <clears throat> of course, all about healthcare and physical fitness, but what is your like guilty pleasure when it comes to food? Like what's what's something that's hard for you to stay away from? Sweets. I have a uh, major sweet too, so that's pretty much it. Any ice cream, cake, cupcakes, cookies, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, where's your favorite place to travel? Mm. Uh, Chicago. I love Chicago. Mm. I don't spend enough time. I never spend enough time in Chicago, but I, I need to for sure. Yeah, you do. It's a lot of good food. Uh, nightlife is cool, but I, I love the, the food. Okay. We're going sure. just to eat really. <laughs> not a bad time uh, if you could be one I know you listen to a lot of rapping that, that hippie hop stuff so if you could be one of those uh, rapper folks that you listen to which one would you trade places with for a day that's a good question uh, I think I know the answer we'll see if you say it Jacob. Okay. yeah because he's real low key you know Stay out the way, he make his money, but he ain't in the limelight. And I'm not really that type of person. I like to be in the limelight. So even though, you know, the question is to be a rapper that I could be, it would still be somebody that kind of shares my same similarities as far as personality and, you know, what they like. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. And uh, tell me about one of the most interesting or embarrassing things that ever happened to you or somebody in the gym while you were there. Uh, most interesting. I know, like last week, I failed, but you know, thank God anybody see that. But you felt graceful. I did, absolutely. So I don't even. Yeah. That wasn't really bad. Uh, unless like, a I, person wouldn't have failed the way that I failed. <laughs> no, you're right. I've seen people fall a lot, but when I first started training, I was training older people, and they don't care when they when they working out. I had a lady doing sit ups, and she just cutting cutting loose. <laughs> she was cutting loose, and she didn't say nothing. She didn't apologize. I act like I didn't hear it. Or smell it, and she just kept on, she kept going. So I've had that happen multiple times, even to this day. And I just be like, all right, <laughs> for real. <laughs> How old was she? Uh, she was probably in her seventies. Oh, so she was older. Yeah, she was older. I wouldn't care at that point either. No, she don't care. You know, they don't yeah. care when they get old. They don't care what they say or do. So this is true. Yeah. So she just did that, and I just took a step back, <laughs> and then let her continue to do what she was doing. For sure. Now, if somebody does it, and I hear it, I just turn the music up. <laughs> so if that happens again, nobody else hears it. But the smell is not going to go away. Yeah, but, you know, I'll just hold my breath. Fair enough. Well, shout out to you and shout out to them. I hope that they do well in life nowadays. And uh, congratulations. You successfully passed Freestyle Friday. Uh, so thank you for engaging in uh, my shenanigans. So, 
um, back to more about your background and um, your journey. So I, I know that during the pandemic is when you opened up your uh, physical gym, is that right? Yeah. So what was that like, especially during that time frame where everybody's probably doing virtual training? Uh, well, you know what? I wasn't even thinking about having a gym. So when the pandemic first started, I was working at another gym and the world closed up. So this is my income. You know, this is how I get my money. This is what I do. So I had to basically pivot and start doing online training. I never wanted to do that, but I had to do it and did that for a while. And then when things started relaxing a little bit as far as um, guidelines and stuff and the world started opening up, um, people started going to gyms and then I started training people in person in my garage. And uh, I got ready to move from where I was living and there was no more traffic out the garage. So it was either lose money because I have people that love working out in person and I have to tell them that they have to go back to training online. And you know they are training in person because they don't like going online. So mm -hmm. either I lose money or I figure it out. And my wife, she started looking at buildings and she found the spot. Looked at it, uh, we met with the um, commercial realtor probably two days later after she found it and we opened up uh, probably two months later. We had to do all the demolition here. So mm -hmm. we had to tear down walls, put down carpet, pull up carpet. Um, and we did everything. This was a learning center at first. So mm -hmm. it was classrooms, it was all types of stuff in here that it didn't look anything like this. So, okay. yeah, we had to do all that work. And then once we got it done, we opened up. Mm. And then what was it like uh, to actually start filling the space with your equipment and getting people in here and actually working out and, and signing up and having people back in person in your, your own space? Well, when I was training out of my garage, I had some of this stuff. So mm. it wasn't too much of an adjustment. I just had to get a, another squat rack. Um, some more dumbbells and a couple more pieces of equipment, but it wasn't too much of an adjustment. And as far as clientele, I already had people lined up that had been wanting to train in person, even when I was training out in the garage. Okay. Then I wasn't training more than two people at a time, and it was mostly people who knew each other that felt comfortable being around each other in you know in life COVID going on. So right, um, so it was really just opened up and they started lining up. So it was a blessing. You know, I, I didn't have to. Solicit really. Mm -hmm. like people wanted to train, so once I opened up, I really had it booked up already. Yeah, and one thing I noticed uh, is that as far as the people that you train, a lot of them have been with you for a while. Like even when you were working for uh, one of those, uh, I don't know what to call them, like franchise gyms, mm -hmm. um, and they stuck with you uh, up until this point. Can you talk about like how important it is for you to build community and build those type of relationships, and then also. Um, what your community or what type of vibe you try to create in this space uh, for your your people that's in here all right so <clears throat> i learned a long time ago when i first started training from my mentor that if you do right by people you know they want to stick with you so it's not all about the money because ultimately i didn't get in this because of the money like i like helping people um i originally wanted to help you know i want to be a strength and conditioning coach and once i started working with the general population i realized how real uh, obesity is mm -hmm. then it's like i want to stick with that because people need that they, they don't know what what they don't know you know what i mean so if i can help people reach their goals then ultimately that's what i want to stick with so when i started training people 
Um, I wasn't looking about, you know, I wasn't looking at the money. I wasn't caring about that because if you do right by people, the money's gonna come anywhere. Mm -hmm. So they find value in your services and they're gonna pay. So I just treat people right. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say that's my biggest thing. Um, I've had clients for six, seven years and uh, I don't see them leaving unless they fall upon hard times financially, but mm -hmm. um, you kind of build a community like a family then. You know, people, they like you, they love what you offer, and they stick around, they tell their friends about you, their parents, their parents, their family about you, and it's just really word of mouth. So mm -hmm. social media has never been like my big go-to for um, marketing, it's just really word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just try to, keep that foundation of treat people right and providing a environment where people can come and, you know, let, let go of all their insecurities and just, you know, learn. McDaniel Muscle Academy. So my, my purpose is to help people learn. Um, and even if they're not trained with me, they left me and they learned some stuff and they can do it on their own, so. Most definitely. Yeah. And a lot of the people that you have here, at least when I come in and I work out, you know, they're nice, they're friendly people. We all talk and talk about a bunch of different things. Is that just by, just so happen, or is that intentional in terms of the people that you choose to work with? Because I know you don't work with any and everybody. Uh, so is that intentional or is that just kind of, you know, the type of people that you attract? I think it's the type of people I attract. So I haven't really had to turn down many people since I've been training, especially on my own. Like there was a time when I first started training, it was really, I had training anybody. I had to build my business, but I can be selective for who I train. But mm -hmm. luckily, I don't have to be because it's just always been a good fit. And I, I think people um, they they pick a trainer based on the type of vibe that they provide. And if they don't like your vibe, they're not gonna stick with you. Mm -hmm. Like they may sign up for a month, train, see how it is, and if they don't like it, they'll go elsewhere. But I mean, apparently, they like it. <laughs> so, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a blessing. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that because uh, I think I told you before, I do web design. Mm -hmm. So uh, working with, similar to you, I had to build up my clientele. So pretty much anybody, you know, I, I work with you to start to build that portfolio. But then, uh, yeah, definitely learn the hard way on a few accounts that I work with that it this was, this, every dollar is not uh, a good dollar. And I've given money back before, mm -hmm. like, listen, uh, we don't need to move any further with this project because this is just not a, a good nor healthy relationship. So yeah, I definitely, definitely. Money good money. Not at all. Not at all. So as far as the, um, so you have talked about wanting to be able to help people uh, with obesity and the other health problems that they may have uh, just in general, um, making sure that people are living a healthier lifestyle. Do you have any thoughts on kind of, so I know in my particular situation, you know, being overweight and, and kind of that journey, like usually you go to the doctor's office and nine times out of 10, I've seen them tell like my grandparents this and stuff at the doctor's office. Like, yeah, I need you to lose weight. You got high blood pressure, you got whatever, like, yeah, lose weight or whatever, start working out. But like, that's very just like bare, like no information, mm -hmm. no strategy behind it, no nutrition behind it or anything like that. Um, how, how are you helping to kind of combat against stuff like that because yeah you go to the doctor and they say yeah they, they just want to pump you up with pills but they're not telling you how can you actually really live a healthier lifestyle if you start to do a better diet or workout um, so what are some things that you're doing for people to help them in that space i think just it goes back to just teaching teaching people about different types of food and what they should eat and what they shouldn't eat um how important just daily activity is. So most people, they work sedentary jobs. So 
they're sitting down most of the day. They may come to the gym for a little bit, but that's the gist of their activity. But you, you can't lose weight if you're not active enough. Like it's really calories in versus calories out. Like you have to burn more calories than you consume in the day to lose weight. So if you're sedentary, your chances are going to be a lot harder to lose weight. Even if you are eating healthy, like you have to be more active. So that's one, just getting people in here working out. Um, I feel like that's the, the once people get used to working out, that's the easy part. Like they get accustomed to it, it becomes a habit, it becomes a, a part of their lifestyle, but then the diet is the, the next portion. That's typically the hardest part. So just getting people to understand that regardless of what the media pushes as far as starving yourself, like that's not how you do that. Right. You have to consume calories in order to burn calories. That's how your metabolism works. So right. getting people to understand that you have to eat. Like you have to eat food in order to burn calories. And I think that's where people are lacking. And once they understand that, then it helps a lot. They see their their numbers come down They're on a scale. Um, they become healthier. Like you have to eat in order to burn calories. Mm-hmm. Like that's just that's simple. And eat the right stuff, not like a baconator a day. No, not at all. Because okay. uh, I mean, like I said, it's in calories. Yeah, it's calories in versus calories out. So you can lose weight if you're eating amount, the right amount of calories, eating garbage like that. But mm. what is it doing to the inside of your body? Mm. You know, you can look healthy on the outside, but just <laughs> yeah, inside. Yeah, or horrible. You can be skinny, you can be thin, lean, you can look great, but mm. have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, all that stuff. So that is something that people really want to pay attention to because at the end of the day, you know, you want a better quality of life. Of course. Of course. So just teaching people about the right foods to eat, um, having a healthier relationship with food. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, you you can cut out the bad stuff, but sometimes you still want to treat yourself. Like if too much of anything is bad for you. Yeah. So if you eat healthy most of the time, 80% of the time, that's 20% of the time, you can still treat yourself. Mm-hmm. But you have to get to the point where you have the self-control to eat that stuff in moderation. And right. to start off, most people don't have that. Right. So just teaching them that um, at some point, you need to know what you're putting in your body. You need to kind of stay away from that stuff, and then you can introduce that stuff back in. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for people who may be, like, apprehensive about working out for whatever reasons? Like, I know some people, let's say it could be uh, – they might be hesitant because they feel like they're not giving themselves the time to do it, or some people – like, I know some women be like, yeah, because I have a certain hairstyle, I'm not going to work out. Like, just any people who have those type of, like, or put those limitations on themselves to work out, do you have any advice that you, like, might have talked, gave the clients in the past to get them, like, okay, let's let's get this thing done? Uh, it's pretty simple. So, my biggest thing is you have to prioritize your health now because you can worry about your hair, you can worry about the time, like, you can't get this time back. Like, if, do you want to spend this time being unhealthy? So either prioritize your health now, um, buy into living a healthier lifestyle now, or you'll be paying the money, you know, those hospital bills later. Yeah, that's what it's about. So, yeah, you can say you don't have the time, but you have time to do anything else. Sit mm-hmm. up, watch Netflix, um, on your phone, doing stuff like that. Like, it only takes 30 minutes a day. It doesn't have to be an hour, hour and a half, like, some activity is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. It don't have to be every day. It can be 30 minutes a day. And then you you slowly start to increase that, that work time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of that stuff is just excuses, really. Right. Like, 
that's never got anybody anyway. <laughs> and I, that, that's part of your rules that you uh, enforce when people come to your gym. Could you let us know a little bit about some of those and what what's uh, your non-negotiables when people sign up to, to work out at uh, MMA? Uh, non-negotiables are, can't use the word can't. Um, I just, I hate that. Like you put, you put limitations on yourself before you even try to do stuff. If I have somebody, if I tell them exercise to do, it may look difficult to them, but if they've never tried it, the first thing they say is I can't do that. Mm -hmm. You can, it may take longer for you to get used to it, but you can do it. So mm -hmm. that's a non-negotiable. Um, another non-negotiable is if they're feeling sick, don't come to the gym. Like, I feel like that should be a, especially, yeah, not any, like anywhere. Yeah. Even before COVID, like that should have been something that was practiced. That's why we ended up in COVID. That's why <laughs> people practice. Yeah. Um, pushing yourself without being asked to do so. But some people have never worked out, so they don't even know how hard they can push themselves because they put limitations on themselves. So mm -hmm. Mentally, they break down a lot sooner than their body does. So yeah. I can tell them, oh, they have 20 reps. They get to 15, they want to quit. Yeah. But you have those five extra reps left, but you mentally just broke down. So right. just getting them mentally strong because most people are mentally weak. Yeah. Once they get past that point, then they realize how far, how hard they can really push and how far they can go in their workouts. Like me, I can squat 800, but I really probably can do 805. But, but put a limitation yeah, yeah, but I put a limitation on myself, obviously. Yeah. Um, I would say, what else? Um, just talking too much. <laughs> I understand, you know, like we talked about, it's a community. People yeah. enjoy being here. They they build those relationships, but at the end of the day, you can't really work out. So, yes, you can talk a little bit. You know, you might want to hold that before the workout or after the workout, but while you're here, Get all I need is an hour of, of hard work. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to waste your time talking because that's the time that you should be working on anyway. So that's a big thing, just staying on task. I, I try to be, I try to enforce that as much as possible, but at the end of the day, like people, some people work at home. Mm -hmm. You know, they work at home, they don't have any interaction with people outside of home. So you don't want to take that away from them. Right. And I don't want to lose clients because I'm a stickler and I don't want them to be social whatsoever. Shut up and do the push up. Yeah, yeah. If that's the case, they might as well work out online because then they don't have to worry about being around people. Right. Yeah, so um, I'm trying to find that, that fine line between pushing them and having them stay on task but still letting them be social to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Uh, just not having their stuff all around the gym. Use the cubbies so that it can still be organized. Uh, showing up on time. That's that's a not that's the biggest, biggest non-negotiable. Like, so I've what, always been like that my whole life. So I think it was just yeah. how I was raised, just being on time. Um, Tell them what happens when people don't show up on time. Oh, they got burpees. Okay. So for every minute they're late, they have ten burpees. Mm -hmm. If only if they don't let me know ahead of time. So it doesn't right. take much to text like, yeah, I'm running a couple minutes behind. Right. But I don't want you to be somebody that's habitually late. And you um, you take advantage of that rule just because you know. Yeah, I say if you let me know, then you have to do burpees. So if, if you work out five days a week and four of those days you're like, yeah, I'm running behind. Nah, 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 <laughs> I, I need the burpees at some point. So yeah, that, that's probably my biggest non-negotiable, just being on time because people, I feel like they just don't plan it. They don't plan ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, if you know you have to be here, you know you have to factor in travel time. The possibility of something happening in traffic, you get stuck in traffic, like you should plan ahead for that. Right. I don't think that's too much to ask. Do you? No, not at all. I mean, I'm like you when it comes to time and punctuality, but um, I, I try to offer grace, but only do a five-minute grace, uh, just with anything. If it's a meeting, if it's 
anything that I'm like, all right, we're not doing this, so we need to reschedule. Like that's just that's just be personal. That's how it was in college. You know how the the professor say, what was it? Uh, what was the rule for a doctorate? Did they get fifteen minutes? What the, the professor? Time? Like if they didn't show up? Like, oh yeah, day. yeah. And what was it for a, re- a regular teacher? So at Michigan, they called it Michigan time. So everybody got 10 minutes before class started. Okay. Uh, some professors pick straight up, I'm starting at 8 o'clock. Like, I don't, I don't care about none of that. But, yeah, everybody got Michigan time before you were considered not there or late. So, yeah, so if I had a teacher and, or a professor and it was 10 minutes late, they weren't there, we sitting outside of the classroom, Gone. I'm out. Yeah. It could be class started at 8 a.m. It's 8 09, I'm already walking. <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm definitely not going you know, allow that with clients. Right. I ain't allow that with a professor and I'm paying them to. Exactly. So. Exactly. So do you have any tips for those who may not be, who may not have a personal trainer right now or um, not consistently working out, like how they can be more mobile or more active in their daily life to kind of like build up to possibly personal training or going to the gym world? Um, I would say the biggest thing is just walking more. You know, find a treadmill. They have cheap treadmills you can get online or Amazon. Like I have one that's it's like three hundred dollars. You know, just walk. Uh, my rule of thumb is try to get ten thousand steps a day. Um, like I said, the more active you are, the more calories you're gonna burn. So that's the biggest thing: just being more active. Um, more to cardiovascular health. Like that's something that people have to you know be mindful of. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is find. Somebody that's knowledgeable about exercise, pick their brain. Um, you can set up a consultation with a trainer and they can tell you certain um, YouTube pages, certain books, certain websites to go to so, so that you can find some good workouts and not actually have to do personal training. So mm-hmm. some trainers charge $20-$25 for a consultation, do a consultation and get those uh, resources that you may use until you're ready to sign up for personal training or online training. So it's not really that hard. Like you just have to, people find everything else they want to know out. Like if they, they need to go on yoga, <laughs> find reviews for a restaurant, right. they do that. You know, they know how to get on the internet for that. So just do the same thing with um, your your health, your health and your wellness. Mm-hmm. You know, find somebody that's knowledgeable, pick their brain, learn some things, and then implement it. And then if you get to the point where you feel like, oh, I'm ready for that next step, then you can reach out to somebody and maybe set up some time to, to see about personal training. And would you give the same or similar advice for somebody trying to, let's say they're at the step and they want to get a personal trainer, mm-hmm. like what advice would you give for them to find one that's going to be good for you? Uh, reach out to somebody. Like social media is big, so everybody has Instagram, Facebook, whatever the case is. Um, look around. You know, you don't have to sign up for the first person that you see. Watch their page, see how they train, see the clientele. Um, the maybe they do spotlights about different clientele, but they show before and after pictures. They show stuff like that. So, see if their work is something that you feel like is a uh, good work, something that mm-hmm. may help you, or something that you're interested in. Um, you can set it, you can reach out to them, see if they do any complimentary sessions, just to see if it's a good fit, or a drop-in fee, mm-hmm. just to see if it's a good fit. Um, you might want to see how much that is first. You come in, do a session, see how you vibe with them. Because, like, you know, all trainers aren't for everybody. Right. Or all clients aren't for every trainer. So right. see if you guys vibe, see if the environment is something that you like. And then if that is the case, then you can go for it and see how, you know, if they offer any packages or whatever the case is about training. Yeah, and I, I was able to, I got recommended to you, but I did the drop-in first. 
uh, to see the workout was, make sure, you know, I was getting heavy enough weights in here. Uh, and it, luckily it worked out. So, um, yeah, now I'm squatting a thousand. Uh, no, easy. I'm trying to catch up to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I think that that was super helpful for me. Uh, definitely, like you said, if you can go and get more information from them first, and then if you can drop in, you can understand their style, personality, things like that, things that's going to work for you is definitely uh, huge and, and beneficial. Um, and then I wanted to see if uh, you had any. Let's see, any tips for those? So we're just starting the, the new year, 2023, um, or early enough in the year for people, you know, who might have certain body goals or trying to get right for the summer when the weather break. Uh, what can they start doing now to get prepared for that time frame when they really want to, you know, flex and show their gaze? Just be consistent. <clears throat> like, I feel like some people burn out because if they're new to working out, they try to go super hard. They set these huge goals. Oh, I want to lose 30 pounds in a month. Like, come on now. <laughs> that the healthy weight loss for somebody is 2.2 pounds a week. Mm -hmm. So, you know, setting a goal that's attainable first. And then just being consistent. So you don't want perfection. Like, don't put that on yourself. Just show up. Every workout is not gonna be your best workout. Just show up. You know what I mean? Pick a, a few days a week to work out so that you can keep that consistency. Cause like I said, people burn out. They want to go seven days a week, not knowing that your body needs recovery. Like your body does most, uh, you get the, the most benefits when you recover. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you tear your muscles down when you're working out, but when you sleep, when you consume the right foods, enough protein, all that stuff, that's when you see the results. So just knowing that you have to set days that work for you, a certain amount of days that work for you so that you can stick with it. Because if you go seven days a week, one week, and then you go one day the next week, like that's not consistent at all. So maybe start start light three days a week, and then once your body gets used to that, and you you build up the habit, you feel like you know you want to increase that, then go up, then bump it up to maybe four days a week. So just being consistent, uh, setting up the time to do a consultation with a trainer or a registered dietitian or nutritionist to learn about what you should eat and what works for your body because you, everybody can't eat the same. Like everybody had a different activity levels everybody has different food sensitivities that you know foods don't work for them because they cause them to blow or they have any some gi issues so don't just think that one meal plan that was prescribed to your friends will work for you or these uh fad diets you see upon <laughs> right what's that uh that <laughs> the lori harvey diet the the that's that, the thing yeah the lori harvey diet workout plan all that foolishness wow okay. like it worked for her yeah. But it ain't gonna work for the average person. Completely, yeah, yeah. you probably got completely different body type. Beyonce diet, all that stuff, like find what works for you, stick with that. Know that perfection isn't gonna happen. Like you're gonna fall off, but just have more good days than bad days. Right. And Absolutely. just understand like reaching your goals take time. Like you didn't gain weight overnight, so mm -hmm. you're not gonna lose it overnight. It's a lot easier to gain weight than it is to lose weight. You're gonna mm -hmm. gain weight faster, you're gonna lose weight. So just know that okay, one week you lost a half a pound. That's better than staying the same or going up. And don't get discouraged. Like, know that you're taking the proper steps to reach that goal, continue to do it. Reassess every once in a while to see, okay, where are my faults are at? Where do I need to, you know, pick it up? Um, do I need to reach out to somebody because I'm stagnant right now? Mm -hmm. Or just to learn why I'm stagnant and then implement what they taught you and continue to do the work. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's the biggest thing. Just consistency, patience, 
and just pushing yourself and, and staying active. For sure. And what would you say is next for you and McDaniel Muscle Academy? What's uh, if you got to look at your crystal ball? What's next? Um, man, you know what? I don't even look that far ahead. I just live in the now, honestly. Um, I love what I'm doing. I love my clientele. Um, I love the progress that my business has made within the last year and a half that we've had like an actual facility. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just enjoying that. Um, I want to reach as many people as possible. I'm always taking new clients um, online and in person. So just continue to help people. Um, stay prayerful. Like if God has something for me bigger than that's fine. But mm -hmm. if not, then I'm content. Right now. And then where can the good people find you if they're interested in doing the consultation, working out what you're doing to drop in? Um, you got some merch that you just released. If they want to get some merch, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, they can reach out to my, uh, or find me on Instagram, uh, MMAFit underscore. Um, I have a Linktree website that has my actual website for um, my clientele stories, my um, before and after picture, testimonials, all that stuff, my pricing for online training. And then it has a merch store there so you can, you can find hoodies, uh, beanies, trucker hats, all that type of stuff. Go. Oh, I got a Facebook, uh, Matthew McDaniel. You can find me on there too as well. I'm more active on Instagram. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Instagram, he had me on there looking crazy a couple of times, but you know it's all good because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting these games. So uh, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Uh, so, yeah, I appreciate you being on the podcast today, uh, sharing your story with us, giving us some insights as to how we can live an overall healthier lifestyle. Um, and then, you know, how people can potentially do that at McDaniel Muscle Academy as well. And, uh, uh, look, uh, better late than never. Congratulations on the brick and mortar, the space where you are with the business, where you are in life. Uh, and look forward to, you know, continuing to see how the journey pans out as, uh, you know, coming here and just only get stronger. Cause I plan on looking like Dwayne Johnson in the next two to three weeks. So. Who's Dwayne Johnson now? Uh, current. Oh, okay. yeah. So you could have yeah. been the, when he first came out in WWE. The Chubby Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, you want the ball Dwayne Johnson with all the exactly. time. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> I appreciate you for having me, man. Uh, I had a good time. First time doing this, so I'll be interested to see how it turned out. For sure. For sure. And everybody watching and listening, thank you once again, and we'll tap in with you soon. Peace. Mm -hmm.